Welcome to When God Breaks Through, a podcast designed to look at the messy moments in motherhood and show how the gospel applies in practical ways, giving us hope and grace as we interact with our own kids. You'll hear crazy stories and life lessons from my mothering of eight kids. But more importantly, you'll hear the hope Jesus offers us for peace and not anxiety, for grace both for ourselves and to extend to our kids, and wisdom to point them to Him. I'm your host, Bethany Kimsey. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the kitchen table. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad you're hanging with us through this series called The Lies of Motherhood or The Lies We Believe. This week, we're going to be talking about the lie. Again, I shared it last week with y'all, the lie that I have believed very personally that I'm going to mess my children up. And this week, we are blessed to have Pamela Hinkleman here to talk about this from her perspective. Pamela, I want to I want to tell you a little bit about Pamela first, though, before we get going. She lives in the Midwest, and she's married to her husband, who is a pastor, right? Is he a pastor? Yes. yes. Okay. And they have five adult children. I love being friends with Pamela because I have realized her her fa- her children, first of all, are beautiful, but almost all of them are married now, right? I just watched you have another one get married. Yes, and, and another one in September, so there's one single. Okay. <laughs> and then you have grandchildren already. Two. Two grandsons, right? Yes. 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 And so I love watching you uh, show your family dynamics and show for me as a younger mom, but with kids who are getting married. So I had one get married. Just there's like this beautiful hope that I see inside of your family dynamics um, that I want for mine. I love on your website that you, you said, I found this, you said, I assumed raising accountants will be much easier, but our kids have filled our house with music and activity and we're a noisy, rambunctious bunch. And I can relate because Kimsey kids tend to dance on countertops and we're pretty loud and in your face too. So I feel like if our families got together, it would be just a grand party, but it would be so fun. (laughs) But what I really want the, the mamas who are listening to know is that you have an incredible gift of encouragement. And I think that's the heart that your heart that is present on your website and we, um, I want to point them and it's going to be in our show notes, but you, you send you on your website, PamelaHinkleman.com, you actually have a sign up for your newsletter and I get your newsletter and I love it because it's called Be Loved Notes. And I know mm-hmm. it's beloved, but I think it's also beloved. And when I read yep. it, I always yep. read it as beloved yep. and your heartbeat there to encourage women to, to know God more. And to have an intimacy with God that will pull you up, especially on your weary days. And then the last thing I wanted to mention, and then if I haven't covered all, I really want you to share who you are first, is that you offer biblical life coaching, but you also have a new course, right? That you just put out. Do you want to tell everybody real quickly about that? And then we'll get started on the lie. Absolutely. My course I wrote because so many women experience I want to say a sense of shame around their connection with God. They feel like they're not doing it right. They feel anxious about it. A lot of women love to do things for God, but they're not so comfortable being with God. Mm. And so I just think 
all of life flows out of our intimacy with God. All of our motherhood flows out of our connection with God. And so I wrote this course just to help people get comfortable being with God. And um, so there's six growth mindsets that we go through. And there's a 10-minute video for each and then a workbook um, for the whole course. And in, in each part of the workbook, there's a, um, a personal story from my life, a, um, a biblical teaching, a big question, because coaches ask big questions. <laughs> And then there's also a simple practice. And I just got a, um, I just got a text from um, someone who had just gone through the course and they said, oh, it just helped me so much to understand what it means to have intimacy with God. So that's kind of the heart behind it. I love it. So I will have all that in the show notes for anyone who's listening and wants it, but I am so excited to talk to you today because I do believe you are an encourager of women in a way that is unique. And so we are talking today about the lie that oftentimes can hit us at lots of different stages, I think, which is you're messing this up and you're not doing it well. It may be because you're comparing yourself to other people, or it may be you're just comparing yourself to what you think progress should look like right now with your child or, so I wanted to hear from you. You're kind of through it. I mean, I know that you probably still hear it because even though- your, your kids are grown. We still mother. And I'm learning that with my own adult children, but tell me how did that lie come to you? And tell me your story. Right. I think the lie came to me and my mothering, because first of all, I, my mom and I came to the Lord at the same time. So I don't have this rich heritage of a family who knew God, you know? And so that, that affected me so much. And, you know, the enemy, he's very strategic with his plans and his schemes to convince us of our, um, of our lack or our, you know, that, that you, yes, you are going to screw it up. And so I remember just being purposeful in saying, God, you've got to help me do this because number one, I don't have what I feel like I need, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. because I didn't, you know, um, even though the Lord restored my family in a most beautiful way, there were just year, decades of dysfunction, you know? And so I have been on, on my own personal journey of healing. And actually what motherhood does is it refines us in the most powerful way. It refines yeah. us like nothing. Yeah. It's not about our kids. It's about us and what the Holy Spirit, you know, it's revealed through our children and our interactions and how we need to change this and adjust this. And, but it's the work on us that is most important. Mm-hmm. And so um, we use the word of God to refute the lies. First of all, first of all, we don't run from them. We don't hide from them. We acknowledge them. Amen. We have to start there. You yes. Know? yes. <laughs> you know, um, the women, uh, if, if you're listening to the podcast, there was, there's a free download that goes with this, which is you can just get a sheet of paper that basically if you've never learned how to anchor yourself in the word to refute the lie, that's what that sheet of paper will walk you through how to do because it's a big deal. What you just said is a big deal. It really is. And those lies, it's not just the one-time thing. Like you said, you know, through my 32 years of parenting, oh, the enemy has come at me. So with this lie so much, you've messed it up. You messed it up. But I remember when I had my first, like our kids were good. They were good kids. But one son just kind of eventually I saw where he was heading and it was, 
he was walking away from God. And I remember just feeling this, I have messed this, I have literally messed this up. And I remember praying and I remember Papa saying, you are not writing his story. Mm. I'm writing his story. And so, so friends, mamas, we have to know God is bigger. We don't get to choose how it always goes. No. We don't get to choose. But God is in it if we trust him. Yeah. Pamela, I get, yeah. I The Lord has said that to me too. And that is not, it's not my journey. Mm -hmm. That my child's journey is not my journey. It's not my journey to experience. And it's not my journey to own. Yeah. Gosh, and I, um, and we've had the same story in our home with some of our kids. Um, And, and yet I I remember being overwhelmed one summer because I was really buying it. I just bought it. I had messed this one up somehow. My fault. Yeah. And I had done things, I hadn't done things I should have seen and, Yep. And, and, and there were things, I mean, I, I, I'm not perfect. And I, yeah. didn't, there's definitely yeah. space in there where I yep. had not ownership, but like I had contributed. So yes. I had to go and say, yeah. man, I missed it. And I am yeah. so sorry. Yeah. And, and all that, but I, and I remember God saying those same words to me, Bethany, this is not your story. And yeah. I am committed yes. to this child more than you believe you are yeah isn't that amazing it's amazing and he's amazing and the words he gave me or the terminology he gave me because i just needed it because i couldn't see it and yeah bethany i see around the bends yeah you just see straight so all you see is what is the next thing coming but i see around the bends, and i know i know how this is ending and yeah. I am not, I'm not abandoning your child and I'm not stopping pursuing your child. And yeah. you can trust me. That was a thing for me. Trust me with the life of your child. Somehow I wanted to own it. And that lie to me, what I've learned about that lie is that for me, that lie that says you're screwing this up means that I have begun to own doing it right. Yes. Yes. This pressure, this pressure, this pressure, because here's what we do. I mean, I was the mama. I was the mama, Bethany, who did everything you encourage us to do. And I love that. I love that about you, how you encourage moms to pray and be diligent. And like, I had the things in my Bible and I went through my list and I prayed and I prayed and prayed. And still, sometimes it doesn't, it's not not a magic, it's not a magic ATM machine. Yeah. 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 I know I, um, a lady, an older lady, um, one morning I had gone to a Bible study and I was telling her about this child and she said, she was from the South and she says, oh, sweetheart, he's just working on his testimony. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you don't know how that has ministered Free. to me. Free you know, it's, it's, you know, just reaffirm what God was saying. This is his story. It's not mine. And so, yeah. so when we realize that, um, it takes the pressure off. It takes the pressure off. These are God's kids. These are not our kids. They're on loan from God to us, but they are his kids. Mm-hmm. And as much as 
we love them. He loves them, like you said, exponentially more. And so there's such a, there's a confidence and a settling down and a, uh, just a reassurance. And it all comes from our union with him. Mamas, if we are not with God every day, mm-hmm. just fellowshipping and um, understanding his ways and understanding, um, it, we've got to apply the word. We've got to apply the word to ourselves. We apply it to our kids. We apply grace to our kids as much as grace is applied to me. As you know, mm-hmm. I need to apply that to my kids. Like it's, mm-hmm. this mothering is so complicated and wonderful and difficult and beautiful and humbling and it's everything (laughs) it is now your kids you're five how close in age like were they all boom 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 boom? how they do um right now they're 20 23 27 29 this is 32 by the way (laughs) (laughs) i'm always like oh god it's a quiz so they go from we, 20 to 32. Yeah. Okay. 22, 32. Yep. And so That's some so of them, there's three and four years in between. So actually there's 12 years total. So um, yeah. it was, but I know, I know that my younger kids had a different experience and maybe it's just the more you have, the more calm <laughs> you become. <laughs> I, I, always say to, I always say to my firstborn, I'm so sorry. I just didn't know. <laughs> well, do you want to have said, and this is, and this is straight though because that lie has kind of hampered me even in that moment, like that moment with my firstborn, it's kind of been a space where I'm like, I knew nothing with this kid that I'm now applying the wisdom I've gained with all these last ones. So that messed up that kid. And, (laughs) and God is, God has given me this little nugget that for me was a nugget because I needed it, which was Bethany. I'm sovereign. And when you say that you are implying that I did not know which child should be your first yeah, yeah. or that that child shouldn't be your first is what you're yeah. implying, but yeah. I am sovereign and I have even created the personalities of my top few to be the top few. Yeah. And I am walking with them in a way that even everything that was terrible, <laughs> But the way I mothered them versus, <laughs> oh, I got it now. Um, God is using, just like that old, that Southern woman. I love that. Oh, we just organized this moment. Because, I mean, that is a nugget for me. Because yeah. um, I hear that where I'm like, this will be a space where they will understand their need for Jesus more. Yeah. Um, it, it will, and not that they need you like more than anybody else, but like they will yeah. need this more because even if they, yeah. but that, that will actually make them fall more in love with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And who am I to deny that and make them have like this, yes. you know? Yes. I remember, I guess I felt, you know, we feel all this pressure from other people. You know, my kids were always the squirreliest ones in the pew. <laughs> We're just a bunch of wild, happy people. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, be, you know, being the pastor's wife and all that, that's, that's just a whole nother level. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. That's true. See, now we're like the wildest kids in our crew. I mean, in our, but like, I'm not the pastor's wife. So like, I can be like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole nother you world. A whole nother pressure put on you for that. Yeah. 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 But I think just, 
just staying close to God. Um, and I think it's really important to know our kids, to understand their personalities, the way they're wired, who they are. Yeah. That's so important. It is. Just, God made them the way they are, fearfully and wonderfully. And if yeah. they're the opposite of me and they rub me the wrong way, that's that's not their fault. That's on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how did you, how, how do you with your crew um, know them individually? Like, how do you pursue that? How did you? Oh, God. I just... Um, I guess I wanted to know them like I, mm-hmm. I uh, and I always found it all very interesting the psychology and the from learning styles to personalities to temperaments to I just yeah. always found that very interesting and I wanted to create a family that was safe and full of love mm-hmm. um, I didn't want a perfect family but I wanted right. unconditional love and fun and um, connection so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I don't know you know, every family has different values. So decide what they are for you and then pursue them. Yeah, I agree. I agree. When you, um, so for the mom who is like, well, what I, I agree, I need to stay close to God, but I really don't know how to do that. And I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go in my Bible to do that. What, what are some places that have either been hallmark, like passages for you or passages that have anchored you tight Uh or the places you always like to run to? Like, what are some of those? I run to Psalms every time. Here's why. Because I think emotionally, emotional intelligence is really important. And I think vulnerability is really important and honesty with Mm -hmm. God. And David gives us such a beautiful template for how to interact with God, to not hide, to not cower, to not just to pour it all out, you know? Yeah. David poured it all out. And I feel like there's such health in that. Like we don't have to, we don't have to hide from God, our insecurities about mothering, our, our fears, our worries, our doubts, we can just pour it all out. And then what, what David did with God is after he poured it all out, then he would say, but you, oh God, and he would recount God's character qualities. Mm-hmm. And so I think we get to know God by knowing, number one, his, who he is, his, the qualities, who he is, how God responds to us. I've just been reading this wonderful book called Anatomy of the Soul. And it's just talking about knowing how much we are loved by God, accepted, is life-changing. Like if we know that truth, mm-hmm. can know that truth, that is life-changing. And so that's what I'm always encouraging women to do, to get to know him, to know that you are loved, to be confident in his love, because his love is everything. I mean, he tells us that his love is everything. Yeah, yeah I know. It's so... so if we don't know his love. It's hard to give. It's hard to love our family. It's hard to love our kids. It's hard to love ourselves. Mm-hmm. So start with the gospels if you need to. I mean, ah, oh, I but we have to be in the word. We have to, we have to know the word because it's a revelation of who he is. Yeah. Yeah. I, Oh, wow. I think that um, one place that I have learned that was when I was wrestling this lie out um, and God saying, no, like my love has never changed for you. Mm-hmm. Cause there was a part of me too, that if I'm messing this up, then I feel 
I feel freaked out because I'm messing it up, first of all. Yes. Yes. And I also feel less than even before God because I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm messing this up. I'm, I'm, I'm like the worst mom today. And I definitely have days. I don't know if you did when your kids were little. Um, I definitely can have days where I'm like, I'm I'm just humming along this. today. I got it. I am mom of the year. I can cook every meal. I can get it all done. I can love everybody in the middle of all this. This is like easy street. <laughs> and then there are the days where like I am holding my first cup of coffee and I'm like, I don't like any of you people. I don't even know why I'm here. Why are you here? Go away. This? this day is going to be terrible. And, and I know... And then I get, I get to thinking, God, I'm so ashamed yeah. of myself. Yeah. And I buy that shame that's been present from the garden that the enemy just fed into us from the garden, you know, the yeah. sin and the shame of saying, well, I can't even bring it before God because yeah. I, I should just get it right first. Yeah. And yeah. I love that you said, no, you've got to understand his love for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's life-changing. And then I think, of all of, of out of all of the kids in the world, these were picked for me. <laughs> and he yeah. thought that I would be the best mom. Like, well, I don't know what he was thinking, but he must, he knows he, more than I do. <laughs> he does. I think that that's like, I agree. I mean, I, I say it as an equation because I have to say, I literally have to say it to myself because that was when I began to understand God's sovereignty tied into my motherhood, that's for instance, so my oldest should be my oldest because God's sovereignty said, this is the best way for this family to function is for these to be the ones that you experiment on. Yeah. And <laughs> just what it was. Okay. And, and then, but that, but him saying, but Bethany, I have chosen you for them and them for you. Yeah. And so if you will walk, you know, that equation, you surrendered to me is what God says. Yeah. You surrender to me. Yeah. is the best it's yeah. the best recipe for your kids it, it may not look you know because again it's their story yeah and, and they're walking their story yes. but that but that is the best equation and that's all he asks isn't it's it all he asks. yeah yeah it's beautiful well what do you um tell me tell me this with yours was there one child maybe you did a little bit i guess um, which child was the easiest? So you thought I've got this kid wrapped up and how did yep. you realize, Oh wait, it's not about me. And which kid <laughs> was the hardest, which maybe nailed this down where you're like, and you don't have to give names. You don't even have to give yeah. sexes. Like, we'll just, we'll yep. just say the kid, the kid, you know, yeah. to protect yes. people. Yes. There was one kid who never had a spanking. Can you <gasps> believe that? Wow. They were that fabulous. I know. I don't know. I'm like, how did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> and then there was another kid who, oh Lord, I was refined in the fire with that one. <laughs> <laughs> but that one is a lovely adult. That yeah. one is a beautiful human. <laughs> yeah. And God is still writing their story. And that brings me such peace. And it it allows me to love them where they're at. It allows me to let go of expectation. And actually, that's what I'm um, I'm writing my first book, and it's about parenting adult, uh, parenting your adult children. Because wow, 
we get to this state of our kids are all adults and now we're like, well, now what am I, now what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Everything changes. And there's so much, there's so much information out there about parenting, you know, every age kid, but adult children, it's a whole new role. And we're like, what am I supposed to do? What do I do now? It's so different and it looks different and it feels different and it needs to be different. And we have to let go of doubt and expectation and judgment and criticism and all these things. Mm -hmm. And so um, there's heart work that we have to do as moms. So I'm calling it they're going to do what they want. <laughs> the hard work of parenting your adult child. <laughs> oh, I love, oh, I need that book. I really do. Pamela, I am just beginning to realize um, that powerful role of being an adult mom to adult kids. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't want to step on the wrong, yeah. step the wrong way or, yeah. or, you know, try and parent the way I used to parent. Yeah. But I also don't believe that, that, um, thing. I mean, I've heard, I've had so many friends say, Oh, you just have to get them to 18. You're done. And a part of me is like, Oh, I feel like at 18 is when everything's kicking off. That's about when for me, it got really intense. I mean, yeah. like yeah. parenting became intense somewhere around 17 or 18 with so far my three above you know, yeah. 18, a 20 and a 22 yeah. year old. And that's where yeah. it got intense. Yeah. So, I so we let go of some things, you know, we let go of control. We let go of outcomes. We let go of expectations. We let go of, you know, I like it grieves me when I see adult children having demands made by their families. And I'm like, mm. oh, it's not supposed to be like that. <laughs> they need to leave and cleave. <laughs> We've had yeah. our time son <laughs> yeah I know I'm experiencing that because ours just got married it's our first that got married and I um but I mean I'm ex so excited for her and yeah. um and I, I but I remember my my own parents um we my husband and I weren't married like well we were in our little apartment and we were only in our apartment for I think the first six months of being married maybe a year and um so it was in our first year of marriage and um, I was a pediatric physical therapist at the time and I'm terribly blind. So I have to wear contacts. Okay. So in the reason I'm telling you that is that somehow I had gotten pink eye from one of the kids I was treating. Cause like basically oh. the way you, a pediatric PT treats is basically those kids faces are in your face, their faces yeah. are in your face. And so they yeah. like sneezed or snotted on me and yeah. <laughs> I got it in my eyes. So I couldn't wear my contacts. I didn't have any glasses, so I could not see. And <laughs> So, and I'm, nobody wants me at work. So I'm stuck at home, but, um, and I get my husband and I got into a rip roaring fight. I mean, fight. <laughs> and like, he's having to leave because he, um, was in medical school and he was having to go do rounds or whatever. He has to go. And I'm like literally in the fetal position on our bathroom floor crying and he's leaving. He's like, well, I'm leaving. And I'm like, no. And I called my mom and said, I need you to come and get me. <laughs> We've had a fight, but I can't see to drive. So I need you to drive over here and come and get me. Now she lived like two and a half hours away. You need to come and get me. I want to come home. And she goes, she, she did the wisest thing. She goes, baby girl, you are home. I love you. And I will talk to you in three days. That's awesome. 
You can use it in your book. Awesome. I would love to. That's yeah. amazing. I mean, but you know, like I look back on that and so I have a daughter and I'm like, wow, I want to be strong enough when her heart clearly has been ripped out by this terrible dorky guy that's ripped out the heart of my daughter, which is I'm sure some of what my mom was feeling Yes. to be able to say, you are home. I love you. So she yep. blessed me in the middle of it. But then yes. she said, but I will call you in three days, which was yes. wise because she didn't need to be in the middle of it. Yes. And I just think back now with the wisdom of being married almost 25 years of from being the married. I mean, if I had not been there when my husband got home, as <laughs> my mom would come and pick me up. I mean, I'm like, I was insane. I was a young, insane 20 something year old, but <laughs> so I'm learning all that. So yeah. what not to do with, um, yeah. with married children or young adult children, you know, you have to bless them and let them go. Yep. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> it doesn't get easier. And I, you know, I just, it's, it's amazing though, just to realize that God has said to you and to me and to all of us that no, like I, I am the one who is carrying your child, loving your yeah. child and leading your child. Yeah. Yep. Have you if had it? Go ahead. If we can that truth. Oh gosh. If we can just walk out that truth every day, these are God's, these are God's kids. Yes. I'm not in charge of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It, it would bring the peace. You know, it's, it talks about in Philippians, you know, his peace that guards our hearts mm -hmm. and that it's a peace that is a peace that is so different. Yeah. What it says beyond understanding is right, right. so different from this world's peace. And mm -hmm. I would have to say, you know, and I love the fact that the word guard there actually means like to come around and to hold from all sides or whatever. And, wow. <laughs> um, you know, because I think the enemy wants to assault us on all sides. He's right. like, he wants to tell you you're doing it wrong. He wants to tell mm -hmm. you you're doing it right. I mean, mm -hmm. he'll tag mm -hmm. you either way. Mm -hmm. I wonder if one thing we could do as young moms is just have more conversations about it. Like we never talk about this feeling of like, I'm going to mess it up. We don't talk about it. We just keep going, trudging through <laughs> Well, we're all feeling the same way. We're not talking about it. Yeah. And, you know, shining the light on it takes away the power. Yeah, it does. Just... I think that community is vital here. Yeah. Um, dealing with these lies, because one yeah. of the things about the lie is the enemy layers shame into that. Yes. So yes. that you believe the lie and then you're ashamed. And yes. almost, it's almost like he comes behind it and says, and don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to know. What will they think? They don't want to know. Oh my gosh, they'll be disgusted by you. They won't want to hang out with you, whatever it may be. Yeah. Meanwhile, and, they're feeling the same way. <laughs> gosh, that's so true. Yeah. It definitely is true. I've definitely heard those layered like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and yet when I have confessed to someone else and said, this is where I am. And, and honestly, when I have confessed in a way that says, will you join me before the throne? So will you like help me pray for this? Mm -hmm. And I've been able, like our family personally has walked through 
some stuff like mm -hmm. stories and mm -hmm. things that are hard, but I don't have to expose all of the story to be able to ask my friend to say, when I say I am wrestling with the fact that the enemy is telling me I've really messed yeah. this relationship up. Will you join yep. me in praying? Yeah. That's been really powerful for me. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I want to, I want to make sure that everybody knows where they can find you. So I know they can find you at Pamela Hinkleman. They can also find you at Instagram, right? Yes. P Hinkleman on Instagram. P Hinkleman. I will put this in the show notes though. Okay. But, um, and if I can encourage anyone who's listening, y'all you need to get her newsletter. You do. You do. It gives me so much life. I love it. I love, I love your voice. Like your voice comes through in your writing clearly, even in this time, you know, I think God has gifted you in exhortation and in encouragement. And so I appreciate your time here, but I also appreciate the way you lead and the way you nurture and, and disciple other women. Thank so you. I really, I really want our listeners to go, go find you. Um, Thank you. And for all of y'all listening, if you want that little free download that I talked about, Lies of Motherhood, and just a, a sheet, a worksheet that you can use, um, we have been walking through different truths that you can anchor yourself to. And so you can definitely, it's just a sheet of paper. It's just a tool, but I think it's a valuable tool, especially if no one's ever walked with you and said, here's how you can really have the truth anchor you in the times where you're being assaulted by the lies. Um, you can get that. It's in the show notes as well. You can also get it on my website. It's free. And until next time, thank you so much for coming, Pamela. I appreciate it. I can't wait. One day we'll be able to sit at a kitchen table together in oh, real life. Wouldn't that be fun? That'll be so it would fun. It'd be such a party. I think we would have so much fun. I feel like our crew you know, you're five, my eight. I mean, we'd have like a hot, what is that? A baker's dozen, something like that. <laughs> and then, well, but no, now there's way more than that because you have all of yours have multiplied one. I know, so, I know. Um, you know, we could just get a big, you know, crowded, rowdy bunch just together. It'd be fun. <laughs> Heaven would be great. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you for being here. I appreciate your time. It was my pleasure. And you are my favorite mom to follow. Your gracious oh. ways, your gracious ways and your wisdom. Um, even though I'm past, <laughs> often I go, where was Bethany years ago? I really needed her. <laughs> so I just love your great big family. Oh, thank you. I do too. They're fun. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of When God Breaks Through. If you're wanting to connect with me and with other moms walking in the same messy moments, head over to bethanykimsey.com. That's where you'll also find the show notes with any links, as well as more resources you can grab to help you see that when God breaks through, when we see Jesus at work, the fuzzy intersection of real-life mothering and the gospel becomes very clearly defined. We can walk with confidence and purpose. Have a grace-filled day.